The blast from our past network. Welcome to Comics Underground, a podcast discussing comic books, graphic novels, and more. I'm your host, John Spees, and today is our very first episode. And since it's a very special episode, I had to have a very special guest. With me today in our first episode is my son, Avery. Say hi, Avery. Hi, Avery. Yeah, you dork. <laughs> yeah, I am. Uh, my son has been uh, reading comic books now for a good time, or for a good long time. I finally got him hooked on it. And um, what would you say, not not including the one that we're going to read or discuss today, what is your favorite comic book that you've read so far? It's a hard one, but maybe like the What If comics? What if? Yeah, and he's he's been going through a lot of the classic what if uh, comics, uh, which I haven't done, so that makes him better than me, I guess. I am <laughs> superior in every way. <laughs> so today we are going to discuss Miss Marvel No Normal. This would be the first volume in the kind of new Miss Marvel. Uh, the new reimagining of Miss Marvel. There is no such thing as normal. <laughs> so let's uh, go ahead and t- talk about who was involved. Uh, it was written by G. Willow Wilson, uh, who I believe is actually a Muslim woman, and so that makes sense uh, for this story. The artist was Adrian Alfona. I apologize if I messed that up. And the colorist was Ian Herring. So... Before we get started talking about it, Avery, you read this before I did. How were you introduced to the book? Well, I was at my school library, and I was just looking at the comics section, and I just see Miss Marvel. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll read this. And then I got interested, so. I, I have to say I'm very impressed that your school library actually has a comic book section. I know, that makes it better than every single other one. It has comic <laughs> books. Even Shukors does. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and read the plot description as what was uh, written on the book. Marvel Comics presents the all-new Miss Marvel, the groundbreaking heroine that has become an international sensation. Kamala Khan is an ordinary girl from Jersey City until she suddenly, until she is suddenly empowered with extraordinary gifts. But who truly is the all-new Ms. Marvel? Teenager? Muslim? Inhuman? Find out as she takes the the Marvel Universe by storm. As Kamala discovers the dangers of her newfound powers, she unlocks a secret behind them as well. Is Kamala ready to wield these immense new gifts, or will the weight of the legacy before her be too much to handle? Kamala has no idea either, but she's coming for you, New York. That's a pretty interesting way of... uh, describing it, but I'd, pretty apt, I'd say. So let's kind of go through the book. So we first meet Kamala. She's just a girl in Jersey City. Yeah. And uh, she's got a family. They're a fairly religious family of the Muslim mm-hmm. faith. 
Um, she's got a friend who runs or works at the uh, convenience store. Yeah, the uh, I forgot what the shop is called. Yeah, we'll figure it out as we go. It says it later. And I also forget the name of the kid, <laughs> of the kid who was uh, working. Who was working? Who was her friend? Yeah, well, it's not a Starbucks. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, his name is Bruno. That's his name. Bruno. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. And uh, she's with her friend. And these two kids come in. You can clearly tell right away they're the quote-unquote popular kids. Yeah, they're the popular kids. There's the jock. Yep, he's wearing his letter Letterman jacket. And the popular girl. Who always has to be the center of attention. Yeah, and calls it a Starbucks <laughs> and asks for the usual, <laughs> if there even is one. Yep. So they... Kind of chat, you know, she, I forget this girl's name. Not Zoe. That, Zoe, that's yeah. right. I don't know. Yeah. She only comes back a little bit later, but she is important for the beginning of this story. Yeah, she is very important. And, you know, Zoe's mouth, kind of mouthing off, and she's trying to seem nice, or she's seeming nice, but clearly her intentions are not very good. She's not a nice person, I would say. Yeah. yeah. She's all about herself. Yeah, yeah, centered around herself, you know, yeah. the classic stereotypical popular girl in the 80s. <laughs> Except this wasn't the 80s, this was 2014. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so they get invited to a uh, party. On the waterfront. On the waterfront. And then all of a sudden we see um, Iron Man and Captain America and Captain Marvel and they're fighting some sort of big monster looking thing and then it comes you know then we kind of pan out as it were and she's just basically writing fan fiction yeah making her own comic of the stuff on freakingcool.com <laughs> oh that was in upvotes and she's interrupted by her mother her mother is very strict and we do see this she has an older brother who his name is? Is it Abu? Is that right? No, Abu is the father. Amar or something. Amir or something. Amir, I think it's Amir. And he's re- very, he's praying. Yes, so he's very he's, religious. He seems to be very religious, like he's come going to want to be a, a, a leader in the mosque at some point. And Kamala, she really appears to be. She is, you know, she's all about her faith. But at the same time, she's a teenage girl, and she wants to do the things that teenage girls do, which is just go hang out with her friends and do that kind of stuff. And she is not happy, angers her family, and she basically gets grounded, essentially. But that's not going to stop her. No, it won't. It won't stop this girl. So she comes out of the... She goes out the window, and she goes to the party. And... uh, we see this party, and I, I got to say, I don't know who set up these parties. I don't know anyone in high school who set up these kinds of parties. But then again, I didn't go to big, huge parties like that when I was in high school. And, you know, she kind of talks with the, the people she knows. and Oh, yeah, she gets tricked into drinking orange juice. If that's yes. It. No, it's full of vodka. It's orange juice and vodka, which I believe is actually called a screwdriver, is the name of the drink. Uh, but, they, you know, because she's Muslim and she doesn't drink alcohol, the mean idiot kids thinks it's funny 
uh, to give her alcohol, which not good. We all know that. Not I, good. I hate to interrupt you, but you haven't really commented on her co- on her like, her design and what she's wearing. I think that the jacket she's wearing is kind of hinting at what she will become, since it has like the classic lightning bolt on it and stuff. That is fair. I hadn't quite noticed that because I was not I wasn't really paying attention to what she was wearing now because I knew she was going to be getting. Uh, her costume later, but she does have her uh, lightning bolt on her jacket, so we know where that comes from. She decides to leave the party. She's not happy, and then in comes the mist. The mystic mist of misty hollows. Or actually known as the Terrigen mist. The Terrigen um, which, bomb, as some people call it, I'm yep. pretty sure. And uh, this was to, in order to create some new Inhumans, it, it showed up in several different... Um, Books, but in this case, we're just focused on Kamala. She goes through, and she doesn't. Start, she's starting to not feel well. She thinks she, she's drunk. She thinks the little bit of vodka she drank uh, caused her to be drunk, and she kind of collapses. And then a, a light from heaven beacons down, and she sees three godly figures: Captain America, Iron Man, and Captain Marvel. The same ones who were in her fanfic. And they're kind of talking to her with these odd kind of bird-looking things around her. She She's clearly imagining these people because they're kind of talking to her about disobeying her parents and her culture. Then she makes the mistake of making a wish. Mm-hmm. She wants, she wants so bad to be... Beautiful and awesome and butt-kicking and less complicated. Yep. And she even says, I... She says to to Captain Marvel, I want to be you. And if you know the history, Captain Marvel used to be Miss Marvel or sometimes Miss Marvel. She's kind of gone back and forth, I think, a little bit. And then she seems to break out of something. And it's Kamala, but she looks exactly like Miss Marvel, the old, older traditional Miss Marvel um, with the, kind of the red sash. And she has the lightning. And she's blonde and white, so. Yep. Although she still kind of looks like Kamala. She she doesn't exactly look like Carol Danvers. She looks kind of like Kamala with blonde hair and all of the Ms. Marvel getup. And she's freaking out, as one would. And somehow she gets herself to change back. Yeah, because she says she's like, I'm going to puke. And no, I'm normal. <laughs> I'm back to my old self after I basically expanded myself, I think. Yes, right? but then she kind of retches again, and she turns. She starts to turn back and forth, so she doesn't know what's going on. And so she decides that something something different has happened to her. She thinks, she thought that being a superhero means you would just be beautiful and courageous, but no, it's more to that. You didn't just become a hero, and you're just like, boom, I'm courageous. No. Mm-hmm training and she's trying to figure out how to make herself miss marvel again after she's kind of gone back and forth and she's kind of trying to figure out should she yell transform and there's a interesting panel where the human torch uh flies by but we don't really see him again yeah it's just a little cameo Mm -hmm. obviously something some other story that is going on that is probably important i wonder if you Looked at that comic, you would actually see Kamala like look at him like whoa and see him flying by as a little <laughs> Easter egg that these two are connected. Yep, and so she's kind of hiding, and 
all of a sudden, Zoe and the jock, who I don't remember his name, and I don't find uh, it's not I important. So I, don't I don't know if they say the name. That's okay. He's not important. But he's now drunk. He's now drunk, and he's trying to he's trying to get uh, Zoe to dance with him, and she says no. He smells bad, and he's drunk and and go wobbling all over the place, and they're on a pier, and he accidentally pushes Zoe into the water. Yeah, he and I quote unquote, he says, "Zoo, Zoe." Like, he keeps calling her Zoo as he's drunk. He's like, "Don't call me Zoo." Really hard to understand writing if you want to pronounce it. Mm. So Kamala decides to go into action, and she figures out that the word that makes her bigger is embiggen. I'm not really sure how I feel about this being her her catchword or catchphrase or whatever she needs to do, but that is what her phrase is, embiggen. And so she dives in and... Or she doesn't even dive in, excuse me. She reaches in and her hand becomes larger and her arm gets longer, a little bit like Mr. Fantastic, but it's, it's not exactly the same. And she picks up Zoe in a pile of rubble. Basically scoops her off of the uh, bo- you know, the river floor, lake floor. As, you know, popular girls in this comic cannot swim, apparently. <laughs> she couldn't swim. And also, I, I noticed that, like, earlier she, like, got smaller. Yeah, she, mm-hmm. she can become small, big. She can become any size, basically, and change her skin. So she saves them. She still looks like Miss Marvel, so they think it's the real Miss Marvel. And she runs away, but her hand's still big, and she can't figure out how to do it. And she goes, I guess I'll say disembiggen, and it works. So now mm-hmm. she knows how to make her hands or whatever she needs to bigger. And she decides to that, walk home. And she thinks that this thing is almost inhuman. Ah. As it says there in the comments. Yes. The clue. Now she meets, now she's trying to get back home, and she asks this guy if he can borrow her coat. Not her coat, his coat, and go back home. She gets home, sneaks back into her room, and unfortunately, her brother is awake, walks past her door when he hears her, and he goes in. And Kamala looks like herself. But she thinks. She thinks, I can explain. It's me, Kamala, but you don't see Kamala. It's a... (laughs) Yes. Uh, But uh, she actually has changed herself back to Kamala. And he's worried about her. He's a a good big brother. He's worried about his little sister that she might be crazy. Except... Her parents found out, so. Yes, they know that she snuck out, as all parents do. They know everything. Yes, you cannot escape. I'm just saying. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) so she's, you know, grounded even more. But, like, the mother being strict is like, you're grounded. (laughs) Like, being like, you can't do these things. And the father is just like, I understand you're grounded, but try to take this seriously. Because he's like understanding and stuff. He is definitely a little bit more understanding. Um, he's more disappointed than angry, I think. Yeah, yeah, he's like, I'm not angry, just disappointed. And so then we see a poster of uh, Captain Marvel on her wall, which is exactly the same as the... Uh, one we saw, I think, or the original or No, it's it was uh, one of the uh, issues. I did see it as a... Uh, a cover, cover art to one of the. It's kind of her doing. It's Captain Marvel doing the Rosie the Riveter 
uh, the pose. pose. Where she holds her arm up and yeah. stuff. And Kamala decides that she finally feels part of something. And now people are just like, who is this girl that we saw? And one guy is holding up a sign that says, fear the mist. So they, uh, the family goes to their mosque for um, service. And Kamala is talking to her friend who we saw at the beginning inside yeah. of the, uh, the coffee shop. They say the, the name conven- It's a convenience store. Yeah. Looks more like a. Actually, no, it is kind of a convenience store. I saw a slushing machine in yeah. there. Her friend's name is Nikia, I believe. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, this is Nikia right there. And <laughs> Kamala just wants to talk to her friend, and the um, uh, the religious Ooh. leader, and I, I'm so bad at remembering what the title is, so I apologize. Trying to get her to quiet. So the two girls leave, but they know, they know that no one will notice because the. Uh, girls in the mosque are separated by a partition so they can't be seen by her parents. So her friend goes down to the circuit queue and Kamala is still kind of angry at her friend I think for kind of not sticking up for her or whatever at the party and she decides she doesn't want to go into the circle queue and she leaves. And I think Bruno like told her parents I think that's why he... Oh that's right yeah, that yeah. is. He's just like I told my parents that's well, how they knew. Yep. Protective friends. Then we see Kamala at school, and Bruno has this brother who is trying to get him to steal money from the Circle Q. Since, you know, his brother works there, and he's like, just take the money and give it to me. It's not stealing it's if not you stealing work if you there. Work there. Yeah, exactly. Bruno is actually quite the little scientist. He is working on a uh, polymer what he calls a biokinetic polymer that makes cloth flexible. So it's like some kind of super suit or something like mm-hmm. that that you can make. And I think he gives it a name that's like easy to say and remember. I just don't think he says it then. or I know he says it later. I just can't remember what it's okay. called. So Kamala's not feeling, uh, she's feeling kind of upset. So she walks away and her hand is getting bigger and she can't seem to control it. So she runs to the bathroom. And she tries to get it to shrink, and it shrinks too far. Now she has a tiny hand. Baby hand. So she goes into the gymnasium and into the lock girl's locker room, and she's trying to figure out her powers, and she kind of uh, almost uh, Alice in Wonderland's grows way too big inside the room and smashes her head. And then she finally gets herself down to uh, normal size. And then turns into... Her mother. Yeah. And she tries to go for Taylor Swift. <laughs> and it did not work. One of the PE coaches comes in with a horde of girls behind her. It looks like maybe the lacrosse team. And catches Kamala. Kamala is able to turn herself back just in time to be caught. And she is given detention. Have you ever had detention, Avery? No, and hopefully I never will. Okay. Yeah, I think I only had it once or twice, and it was for small, minor things. So she gets in trouble. She gets detention. And she walks past Zoe, and like, Zoe's famous for almost dying Mm -hmm. you know the normal things go you almost die you get saved you get the credit instead of them since they're (laughs) new and nobody cares about them yep so now we're in detention and she's she's trying to call her mom or call her parents to tell her why she's late but she's getting yelled at the teacher so then she decides she, she will go and talk to bruno 
So oh. after after detention, she goes to the Circle Q, and what does she see? Well, let's think about the options here. I'm just kidding. It says that uh, he's getting robbed and that she has lol, no battery. <laughs> That's true. It does say lol, no battery. On her Acme phone, the classic cartoon phone. Yeah, yep. I thought it was funny that it said lol, no battery. <laughs> like, what kind of phone has yep. that? And when she looks in, she sees a guy in a ski mask and a gun arguing with Bruno. Now, we can infer... Since since Bruno is arguing with him and the other guy is not pointing the gun at him, that it's probably his brother. Yeah, and he even says that the gun isn't loaded. Yes, he says that. Uh, but Kamala does not know this, so she decides to go in as Miss Marvel, and she busts open the door. Yeah, but before, it mentions this guy called the Inventor. Mm-hmm. You might need to keep that in mind. The name to keep in mind. Kamala busts in as Miss Marvel, uh, embiggens her fists, and for some reason smashes the the uh, counter to pieces. I don't know it, what the counter did. It looks well. It's probably a big hand, and she was right there. And you know, it's the bigger it is, the more places it can get to. So, but it also looks like it's made of wood mm-hmm. in the scene. Also, doesn't like she hasn't. Does it also looks like she hasn't. Um, really uh, figured out how to control her powers, per se. Um, in fact, uh, the brother uh, gets a shot in, but she quickly apprehends him with her giant hand and tosses him to the ground, and then a shot rings out. And that's when we learn. Always check the magazine if it's if it has bullets in it. That's right. Check the chamber. Check the magazine. In fact, don't even aim a gun at someone. That's very true. It is, it is illegal to even aim a unloaded gun at someone. And she gets shot, and the guy panics. When the next uh, the next thing we see is kind of Miss Marvel's viewpoint of her being on the ground, the two of them uh, kind of over her, and they're freaking out. The brother bolts. Bruno Bruno decides to call the police, but Miss Marvel doesn't want her to call the police. Doesn't want him to call the police. You know, I have to say, in this like thing, it kind of looks like a doctor's office. You know, like when they're over her, it kind of looks like a doctor's office, and like Like you were laying down for surgery or something. Yeah. Kamala tells him and turns back to herself that she is actually Miss Marvel, and and he is freaking out. And he's like. And she's like, I'm fine. I'm okay. Apparently, when she turned back to herself, she healed herself somehow. So it's almost as if, like, when she transforms, it's like she changes, like, even though she changes her skin and, like, how she looks to be a different person but is the exact same and probably sounds the same, it's kind of like if they get shot, she can turn to another person, and sh- they will be fine. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like she can change it so she has, like, infinite lives or some sorts, but not really, since she could die still. Yeah. We get a funny little moment where uh, Bruno asks, where's the bullet? She goes, well, it may have fallen down the back of my pants, so then she has to dig around the back of her pants to pull it out, and she pulls out the bullet. Ta-da! Magic trick. So, then, uh, unfortunately, the police and the ambulance do show up uh, because they have been notified, and so they are going to show up. So she turns back to Miss Marvel, but 
but realizes that when she is Miss Marvel, she is in pain. So she has to stay as Kamala. So uh, they, Bruno gives her a little mask to disguise herself so that she doesn't get her identity. And they kind of play it off. As a sick joke. Yep. Although she does grow in front of them to show them that she does have powers. She says, I've got big powers as she grows. Yep. So the uh, the cops leave, but they tell him, you know, we'll be you'll hear from us because we want to see the security tapes. And she confirms that it was, in fact, Vic, Bruno's brother, who was the one in the ski mask who accidentally shot her. You see, if they're going to check the security cameras, that means that they could see who is the crushing girl and know since they probably say it on the security cameras. So, a bit of a big flaw if you show your identity in front of a security camera. But she lets, uh, or Bruno lets her know that he was talking about someone named the inventor and that he's been staying in this place. So, first thing Kamala decides she needs is a costume. Is a costume. The most important thing. Absolutely. She is clearly grounded. So she's going to have to sneak out again. And her mom is suspicious because she's looking around for her burkini, which is a, kind of like a, a Muslim, like, I believe it's a Muslim, like, swimsuit for, for ladies to be able to go into the, like, go to the beach and stuff. And she decides she's going to go anyway. She calls Bruno, tell me where I'm going. And now we see a rundown house inside of a, fence kind of a screened in fence so she makes herself small to get through the fence and it's like two teenagers just sitting out front standing guard so weird usually the kids are afraid of the house that is apparently haunted with the, the the magic board game or clown but no it's just teenagers sitting in front with a baseball bat and mm-hmm. soda pop we get a, a funny little panel of just seeing the two kids faces who are sitting there and then we see a hand grab one of them, and then a hand grab the other one, and then all of a sudden, they've been thrown onto the lawn. And they see the incredible Miss Mar. Oh, is that Miss Marvel? Mm-hmm. That that's- yeah, I know it's her, but like looking at the costume, like you can definitely tell this is like Spider-Man's costume in like Homecoming or something like that. Like it's make, it's like it's homemade. It- yeah, it's homemade, it's low quality, and then. You find this really good inventor guy who is like, hey, I can make you a better suit. It's better. So she goes into the house, and she gets confronted by a little uh, robot with a laser. She was able to get rid of that one, and then a whole bunch of them come down, and she has to dispatch all of them, which she does, gets to the basement, and finds Vic just sitting there under a sign written on the wall that says, Property of the Inventor. As if, like... This inventor guy owns him. Then they're confronted by one of the other punks in the house who has sort of a futuristic-looking gun, and turns out those little robots are his, and he calls him my kitties. I have to comment. So the punk kid with, like, the laser gun thing, Mm -hmm. uh, I forgot what the comic was called, but, like, you gave me it, and it was, like, it had the girl from the new Doctor Strange movie who could teleport to different dimensions. Oh, he that was lo- the West Coast Avengers. Yeah, he look he looks like one of the guys with the futuristic laser gun. Okay. And, and he might actually be him. That's possible. So she kind of fights him, 
And then he brings in all of his little kitties, as it were. They look like spider and mice and yeah. They do not look like cats. Do not be fooled by their cute name. She is able to shrink herself and escape, but unfortunately uh, not with Vic. So she goes home and all of this all of these embiggening and disembiggening has made her hungry, so she scarfs down a bunch of food. The bigger they are and the bigger the stomach. And unfortunately she falls asleep at the table and is woken up by her mother. Uh, who had been? She had been told to stay in her room, and she was clearly not in her room. And the father has woken up and just like, what is going on down here? As if he was extremely tired and didn't want to deal with this in the morning. <laughs> in which he tells the wife to go to bed, and he'll deal with this. And it's just like, just tell me what's wrong. Just. You know, like, yeah. why are you wearing this costume? The what? father clearly cares. I'm sure the mother cares, too, but she's just, her natural response is just to be angry. Yeah, her natural response is just, like, freak out and stuff. Yep. Um, and But he consoles her, but she is still you know, uh, grounded. grounded. Yeah. And he tells her uh, that he should talk. She stuck to the sheik. That's what it was, the sheik. I don't know why I couldn't think of that word. <laughs> is that the... the, the, the... Sheikh or Sheikh Abdullah, that's the the religious leader. I think they actually say that later. I think. Yeah. I'm not sure. And so she goes back to the Circle Q to kind of help Bruno uh, clean up and to figure out a way to get Vic back. They decide she needs to train. So they do this kind of cool montage and stuff. Yep. You got a training montage and, of her using her powers. And like running and... I have to admit, this is kind of a nerdy fact, but it is kind of funny and stuff. Like, she says, was I faster in time because of my longer legs? He says, technically, you're not faster. You just grew longer legs and could stride longer so you could be able to do it quicker. So. And then he says, but yeah, technically 17.5 seconds faster. Yeah. And then we see uh, Bruno kind of make, helping to make the material for her costume. And he calls it super snot. Super snot, that's right. It looks green and it's super, so super snot. And a little bit more uh, training. And then we see Kamala uh, altering her costume to make it look more like, like a mannequin. Her, it... A mannequin? Oh, no. When you said costume, right? But yeah, at one point she's like hiding from him and like a mannequin. So she's clearly understanding how her powers will work. Yes. So she can like control them better and stuff. Yep. And then now it's time to try and go back again for Vic. But this time with a better costume. Yep. Made of super snot so that she can shrink and it'll fit tightly and she can grow and it'll still fit tightly. So mm -hmm. you can put it on it and you can fit it on at your normal size. But if you like shrink and grow, this is how you save money. You need, we need these <laughs> items. If we can have, if we can have clothes that, that just grew with you, yeah, like, man, we'd save so much money. I know we wouldn't have to like get rid of old clothes. Like we just <laughs> buy our favorite clothes, and then we can get more and more. And like even though we would still have those, we could wear them for like the nostalgia. You know, yeah, it's great. <laughs> So Genius. Kamala shrinks, goes up, and confronts one of the little kitties, as it were. And there's a great little kind of the uh, kind of a reveal technique where we see her confront the kitty, and then the next panel is 
the punk kid talking to Vic, and then the next thing we see is Kamala riding one of the kitties down the stairs. Yeehaw! No, she actually says yeehaw. Yeah. And he says, do you know what that means? <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know what he means by do you know what that means. Like, does yeehaw mean something? No, no, no. I think he's talking to Vic about what it means. Um, to be, like, a supporter of this inventor guy, I think. Yeah. I don't think he wasn't he wasn't referring to Kamala, I don't think. Yeah. So she comes down and aims the laser at uh, the punk kid and he gets knocked out. She grabs Vic and they run out and she embiggens and comes barreling through the wall like the like the Kool-Aid man. Oh yeah. She runs uh meets up with Bruno and then we are Back at the Circle K, and the uh, punk kids have left a little sort of effigy doll of Miss Marvel at the beginning of the circle, at the entrance of the Circle K, as a warning. Oh, to the Birdman cometh. That that might be a clue. They said adventure and a bird. Ah, uh, yes. That might be a clue. Hopefully, we get more name basis. So then, we cut away to kind of one of our first things where we're not seeing, you know, that Kamala's not directly involved with, and it's the punk kid uh, with this weird-looking guy who's got a huge head and and very moppy hair. Yeah, and he says, Mr. Edison. So we have an inventor, bird, and Edison. Do you know what this means? It means the reveal is a bird Nikola Tesla. I thought it was Thomas Edison. Yeah, it's Thomas Edison. I'm just just being... So the reveal is that the inventor is a bird-like creature that calls itself Thomas Edison. No, I think they say that he's like in like a later issue. I think he says in the second issue that he's a cockatoo and is a clone, but a you know a, a cock- cockatoo clone of Thomas Edison. Yeah, like I think he was gonna like the guy with the scruffy hair was gonna like I'm gonna clone Thomas Edison, but then like the <laughs> cockatoo got in and now just like. Cockatoo Thomas Edison, old timey guy, still <laughs> looks cool. So and very weird and very unexpected. I know. I hope I. They probably won't, but I hope we get like a hint, or like we actually, or like a sight, or like like an Easter egg to the bird Thomas Edison, mm-hmm. like just an Easter egg or a reference. All right, and then Kamala is kind of messing up stuff again. She ends up, she's fighting some sort of invention. Clearly, time has passed here. She's fighting an invention from the inventor. It looks like a trash dinosaur. Yep. And then she uh, gets a call, and, and it's got to go. And she's like, listen, I know we need, We. I just need to go. Can we, like, finish this fight later? <laughs> so this just shows how unexperienced and how, like, comedic she would be as a hero and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know. So she runs home. She's late for a kind of uh, pre-wedding pre party. That's yeah. what it is. Uh, called a Mendy, I believe is what it says. So she rushes to the Circle Q, gets her clothes that she needs for the party from Bruno, changes, and shows up late to the party. And, of course, her mother is very upset. You know, and the father is just like, she's 16, you know? She probably has other, you know... Like, even though this is important, she's 16. She probably wants to go out with her friends. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be so harsh on her. 
and the whole the whole book ends with her mother's telling her you're grounded and Kamala says wanna bet yeah and that's where this book ends so yeah first couple questions Avery yeah uh one what did you think of the artwork I thought the artwork was kind of cool like when it was up close like it was like kind of cool and when they were farther away or like smaller like it like it would be a simpler face, like it just dots in a straight line, and it definitely was very much like, um, kind of almost cartoonish when she was far, when it was far away. Almost actually kind of reminded me of the animation from Doug, the TV show Doug. Not quite that, but in that style. And like when they showed the bird, like the that the inventor or mm-hmm. Thomas the, Edison. Yeah, Thomas Edison. I'll probably call him the inventor or Thomas Edison. Okay. But the like, he's kind of cool and stuff. Like he, like they're like, okay, what is the coolest way we can do this? I got it. We need to draw a bird, <laughs> but with humans' clothing on, <laughs> and can walk. And like, again, the like in it, like they showed his fist, and they showed like a, like a long nail. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. It looks- so it's like the bird's talons. Yeah. Yeah. And so, actually, when I was reading like the physical book. Like it didn't stop here. It actually went to like what they call like the second, like the second volume and stuff mm-hmm. called Generation Y apparently. So, if so, maybe in the future we might review that one. To yeah, finish be fun. The first volume. So, uh, when this episode comes out, we are going to be pretty close to the Miss Marvel television show that's going to be coming out. One, are you excited for it? Yeah. Two. Are you more excited for it now that you've read the book? Uh, yeah, cause like, like in the past, like I was like, who? I didn't know who Miss Marvel was. Like mm-hmm. I was just like, uh, she's just like Captain Marvel with different name, and I get stretchy. I think I've seen like the cover for Volume Two. I think I've seen that mm-hmm. before, and I was just like a stretchy girl and stuff. But now that I've read this, I'm just like, oh, that's who she is. I yeah. and I hope they kind of keep like. Her origin and stuff of like the mist. In, like, I don't think they will because they've not done the Terrigen mist or Inhumans for the MCU yet. So I think they're gonna have to. No, there probably some be some things that are gonna change. No, no, no. They have introduced the Inhumans, but in a different no. universe. Okay. Yes, we did see. We did see. You know, spoilers if you hadn't seen it by now. At this point, the movie's been out for a month. But yeah, everyone. We did see Black Bolt, but they did not specifically introduce the Inhumans yet. We just saw Black Bolt. So all we can know is that yep. he he just exists and there's no other. Purpose. All right. What would you rate this book out of five stars? Uh, Let's see. Out of five, I would say like maybe a 4.5. Four and a half? I think that's a solid one. Yeah. There were some things that I was like, okay, this is kind of weird. But, you know, most of the time I was like, I mm-hmm. like I like the book. I also am going to give it a – I'm going to give it a four out of five. I um I wish they they introduced the uh, the Thomas Edison character the inventor towards the end of the book but not at the exact end of the book so we still had more so I was still waiting for more to happen with him and we didn't get it yet we had to wait till reading on to the second volume yeah. so I think it's not a, it wasn't a, exactly a perfect book but it was a good introduction to this character so I think four out of five is good well Avery thank you for joining me on my very first episode of Comics Underground. Yeah. I uh, hope you had fun talking. I know you did because I know you like to talk. Yeah. <laughs> I had to go down a long pole, so now I got to find the way back up 
the underground. Actually, I wonder, how does Bruce Wayne get back? I don't know. This is not the Batcave. I know. <laughs> but it's like, sure, squeaky. Well, thank you so much for joining us for our, or for my first episode of Comics Underground, and we hope to see you again. Thank you. Everybody, I'm Adam. I'm John. And every week we are giving you a blast from our past. We are the podcast that brings you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, album reviews, top tens, and more, all from the things of our nostalgic past. So please join us every single week on the Blast From Our Past podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, however you listen to podcasts, you can find us, and we would love to have you take a trip with us to the land of nostalgia. 